Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Fresh Encounter, the radio ministry of Lifelong Anointing Church. Our mission as a church is to equip the body of Christ to increase in wisdom and in stature, and in favor with God and with men. We're glad that you joined us for this edition of the broadcast. It is our prayer that this broadcast will be a blessing to you. Here now is Pastor Otuno with today's message. The secret of the overcomer's life. We all desire to live a better life. We all desire to attain great heights. We all desire to be able to achieve lofty goals and to do great things. We all want to arrive at a desired destination in our lives. But for some reason, for some of us, every year when we make all those requests, we find out that certain things fall short. The dreams appear not to come to pass. The aspiration seems to fall short. Our desire for a desired destination appears to be an illusion. The desire to live an overcoming life does not always come to pass. And we begin to ask the question, why? What is going on? What is going on? Why are we not seeing an experience in the blessings of God that we pray for each year? Why are we not living the life of the overcomer that we dream about every year? Does it mean there are some special people that God listens to? Are we doing something wrong? Is the overcomer's life meant for only a special group of people? Or is there something that the people who are living a victorious life, the people who are living a life of the overcomer, are they doing something that we are not doing? Do they know something that we don't know? Do they have something that we do not have? What is the secret of the life of the overcomer? That is the question. And so if you have your Bible, just turn to the book of Daniel chapter 2. Daniel chapter 2. The Bible tells us the story of Daniel and his friends. The Bible tells us that Daniel and his three friends were Jews that were captive and taken to the land of Babylon. The Bible says that they were being trained by the Babylonians so that they can become counselors to the king of Babylon. The Bible tells us that one day after these guys have graduated and they have now been doing the work of a counselor to the king, the Bible says that one day King Nebuchadnezzar woke up in the morning, had a dream, woke up and said, this is a bad dream. But he now had a cute idea. And that idea is that he was going to call all his counselors. He was going to call all his magicians and all the astrologers in the land of Babylon. He was going to tell them, I had a dream. I want you to tell me the meaning and the interpretation of this dream. But here is the caveat. I am not going to tell you the dream. For me to be sure that you are telling me the right dream, you are going to tell me my dream and then tell me the interpretation. And those guys were wondering, are you kidding me? You slept on the bed. You are the one that had the dream. You tell me the dream and then I tell you the interpretation. The king said, no, we are going to do it a different way. You are going to tell me what my dream is and then now give me the interpretation. If you tell me the correct dream, then I know that your interpretation is right. And these guys protested. We can't do this. No one can tell you what you dreamt about except you. Well, the guy said, that's the way we're going to have it. And I give a certain time. If you don't give me the answer, I'm going to chop off your head. Daniel knew that he and his friends were in trouble. And so the Bible tells us in verse number 17 of Daniel chapter 2. Then Daniel went into his house. After receiving this bad news, after receiving this challenger, this impossible situation from the king, Daniel went into his house and made the things known unto Ananiah, unto Mishael, and unto Azariah, his companion. In other words, he was telling them, hey guys, we are in trouble. 
that they will desire the mercies of God of heaven concerning this secret, that Daniel and his fellow should not perish with the rest of the wise men of Babylon. In other words, Daniel said, this is a situation that is difficult. This is a situation we cannot manage. This is a situation that is going to threaten every one of us. And as a result, we got to be able to do something. And the Bible says that Daniel did what Daniel knew how to do. He went to the Almighty God in prayer and he prayed for a revelation. That they would desire the mercies of the God of heaven concerning these secrets. And that Daniel and his fellows should not perish. So Daniel went into his closet with his friends and began to pray for God Almighty to give him a revelation. He knew that for him to overcome and not to perish with the rest of the Babylonian astrologers and counselors and wise men, he had to find the solution. And so the Bible tells us in verse number 19, Daniel chapter 2 verse number 19, the Bible says, Then was the secret made known, then was the secret revealed unto Daniel in a night vision. Then Daniel blessed the God of heaven. In other words, when Daniel got the news, this is the situation that we are going through. This is the consequence. If you are not able to provide the king with what he wanted, Daniel said, okay, how do we deal with this situation? We go to the Lord Almighty in prayer. So he prayed for a revelation. Daniel got a revelation that delivered him and, and the other wise men of Babylon from the hands of King Nebuchadnezzar. So he prayed for a revelation. The Bible says he received the revelation. The Bible tells us that after Daniel received that revelation, the story did not end there. Daniel went unto the king and told the king, here is your dream. Here is what you saw. And here is the interpretation. And as a result, if you now get to verse number 47, the Bible tells us in verse 47 of Daniel chapter 2, the king answered unto Daniel and said, of a truth it is that your God is the God of gods and a Lord of kings and a revealer of secrets, seeing that you could reveal this secret. In other words, Nebuchadnezzar, a king that had no regard for anybody. A king that had no respect for anybody. He did not even recognize the almighty God. The heathen king, now because of the revelation that was given unto Daniel, because of the impossible situation that the Lord Almighty delivered Daniel from, that same heathen king, that same king that had no respect for anybody, was able to recognize the almighty God. And that tells us the divine revelation that the Lord gave unto Daniel is primarily designed not to glorify Daniel, but to glorify the name of the Almighty God. Any revelation that you receive, the primary purpose of that revelation is to be able to exalt the name of the Almighty God. Any revelation that brings attention to us has a lot of questions to be answered. And so you find that the king, the Bible says, answered and said unto Daniel, of the truth it is that your God is the God of gods. So you see, divine revelation, number one, glorifies the name of the Almighty God. But you see, like I said, the story does not stop there. That the revelation that God gave unto Daniel brought glory to the name of the Almighty God. Not only that, in verse number 48, the Bible tells us, Then the king made Daniel a great man, and gave him many great gifts, and made him rulers over the whole province of Babylon, and the chief of the governors, over all the wise men of Babylon. Here we see that the power of revelation, it's not only to bring glory to the name of the Almighty God, but it also has a way of promoting and delivering and making the receiver of that revelation an overcomer. God delivered Daniel and his three friends by giving them a divine revelation that made them an overcomer in the land of Babylon. So you see, a problem arose. Daniel wanted a solution. So Daniel prayed for a revelation. God gave the revelation to glorify himself 
and to promote and deliver his people. And that's why the Bible tells us, Deuteronomy chapter 29. If you start reading from verse number 29, the Bible says, The secret things belong unto the Lord our God. But those things which are revealed belong unto us and to our children, that we may do all the words of the Lord. So you see, the story of Daniel that we have just read tells us one thing, that to live a life of the overcomer, the number one secret that you need is to be able to have access to the secret things of the Almighty God. The life of the overcomer is only possible for those who have access to the divine revelation, to the divine secrets of the Almighty God. In other words, if you look closely through the life of all those people who have been identified as overcomers in the scripture, you will understand one thing. That one thing that is characteristic in their life is that all of them have access to the divine revelation, the divine secrets of heaven. The Lord opens their eyes to be able to see what other people cannot see. In 2 Kings chapter 6, if you start reading from verse number 8, the Bible says, Now the king of Syria was making war against Israel. And he consulted with his servants, saying, My camp shall be in such and such a place. And the man of God sent to the king of Israel, saying, Beware that you do not pass this place, for the Syrians are coming down there. Then the king of Israel sent someone to the place of which a man of God had told him. Thus he warned him, and he was watchful there, not just once or twice. Therefore the heart of the king of Syria was greatly troubled by these things. And he called his servant and said to them, Will you show me which of you is for the king of Israel? And one of the servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the words that you speak in your bedroom. In other words, the Syrian king could not prevail against the king of Israel because Elisha had access to divine secrets. Elisha had access to divine revelation. Elisha was able to see what other people could not see. The king of Syria was not able to execute his plan because there was somebody that had access to see into the spiritual. That was able to see even the secret before they were executed. This tells us that the secret of the overcomer, the secret of the man who will live a life above all the reproach and the challenges of this particular year is not found in your ability to strategize, in your wisdom or in people that you have surrounding you, but it is found in your access, your ability to access the secret of the Almighty God. Living the overcomer's life is a function of how much access you have to the secret things of the Almighty God. And the question is why? Why is access to divine revelation the gateway to the life of the overcomer? Why? Why is divine revelation so important in the life of a believer that will put him in command of the situations of life? In Psalm 32, reading from verse number 8, the Bible says, I will instruct you and I will teach you in the way you should go. I will guide you with my eyes. If you flip over to Jeremiah 33, Many of us are familiar with this verse of the scripture. He said, call upon me and I will answer you. And I will show you great and mighty things that you do not do. These two scriptures tells us that divine access to the revelation of the almighty God is a gateway to a life of the overcomer because through revelation, God makes himself known to his own people. When the Lord Almighty wants to show you who he is, his power and the things that he wants to accomplish, the Bible makes us to understand that he gives us a revelation of who he is. Number two, 
Access to divine revelation is the gateway to the life of an overcomer because through revelation, God begins to bring to pass, God begins to disclose events that will happen in the future. He begins to show you the things that you do not even know. He begins to give you an access to a life that you may not even consider, that you may not even imagine possible. God opens your eyes. He said, I will show you things that you do not know. The secrets that will change your story. The secrets that will put you in command. The Lord begins to show you when he gives you a revelation. Number three, access to divine revelation is the gateway to the life of an overcomer because through revelation, God directs his people. Through revelation, God inspires people. Through revelation, God guides people. He said, I will instruct you in the way that you will go. I will guide you with my eyes. That only comes when you have that revelation. That only comes when you have access to the secret things of the Almighty God. The Lord begins to show you, just like we saw in the case of the Syrian king and the king of Israel. The Lord Almighty was able to guide him and say, okay, this is where you should go. This is how you should go. And why is that? The Bible tells us in Proverbs 25. If you read from verse number 2, it says, It is the glory of God to conceal a matter. But the glory of kings to search them out. That's why that thing is very important. The Lord Almighty conceals what is going on. Can you imagine if you had access to what is going on inside my mind? Or you have access to what is going on inside the mind of somebody else. You are praying for that person. You are giving that person all the help that you want. And inside that person, that person is cursing you out. Can you imagine? Imagine people line up now and they are coming here and they say, Pastor, pray for us. And as I'm about to lay hands on them, I say, what is wrong with this guy? He thinks he's the only one. He thinks he's all that. And I can hear what they are saying. Do you think I'm going to pray for you? That's why God makes sure that your thoughts are private, my thoughts are private. But the Lord Almighty is saying, for you to have access to what I'm thinking, He said, it is the glory of the Almighty God to keep these things. So that you don't make yourself vulnerable. He said, at the end of the day, it is now the glory of the king to search them out. It tells you that you are hungry. It tells that you want to know this thing. Revelation is the key to the life of the overcomer because it is the seed of a future harvest that the Lord is planning for you. When the Lord is about to take you somewhere, he gives you a picture of where he's taking you. He gives you an idea of what tomorrow looks like. And that is why he was able to tell Abraham, he said, as you see the stars and as the sand of the seashore, he said, that is how your children will look like. Abraham could not imagine, but the Lord had to give him a revelation, a picture of what tomorrow looks like. So the Lord Almighty, you must understand that revelation is the key to the overcomer's life because it's a seed of the future harvest. The revelation is the key to the life of the overcomer because revelation has the power to focus you and to motivate you. The book of Habakkuk chapter 2. If you read from verse number 2, the Bible says, The Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon the tablets, that they may run and that read it. In other words, when you see where God is taking you, when you see what God has in store for you, when you see his plans for you, what will happen is that it has a way to focus your attention. Because you know where you're supposed to go and where you're not supposed to go. It has a way to, of motivating you and saying, if you really want to see this happen in your life, then pay attention. Then do what you need to do. That is what the power of revelation. That's why access to revelation is the key to a life of the overcomer. Because it has a way of focusing your attention. It has a way of motivating you. Not only that, it has a way of correcting and warning you of the dangers that are ahead. 
It has a way of telling you there are things that you should do and there are things that you should not do. There are steps you should take and there are steps you should not take. When you have a revelation of what God wants to do with you, when you know where God is taking you, when you know the things that God has planned for you, it begins to have a way of correcting the way you live your life, the people you bring into your life, the things you put your hands into, the things you do not put your hands into. Revelation has a way of correcting and warning our lives. And when I say the secret of the overcomer's life is because of the access to divine revelation, I'm not talking about just any kind of revelation. I'm talking about some specific kind of revelation. And so what type of revelation makes you an overcomer? What type of revelation takes you from where you are to where you need to be? What type of revelation changes your story? What type of revelation makes you the person that God wants you to be? What kind of revelation? Number one, the revelation that makes you an overcomer is the revelation that comes through his word and that is properly aligned with his word. The Lord Almighty will not show you anything that is contrary to his word. The Lord will not tell you what is contrary to the things that he has written before because our God is not the author of confusion. God will never tell you to live a life that is contrary to the revealed will of God that is already documented for us in the scriptures. So the revelation that will make you the overcomer is a revelation that comes through his word that is aligned with that same word. In other words, it has to be in agreement with the word of God. Number two, the revelation that changes your story, the revelation that makes you an overcomer is the revelation that comes through his spirit. The one that is prompted by his spirit. The Bible says, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, who the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things. He will bring all things to your remembrance, all things that I say unto you. There are many people who claim that they have heard the word of the Lord today. The Spirit of the Almighty God is telling them to do X, Y, and Z. But if you check what the Spirit of the Almighty God is saying, it is not in alignment with the word of God. The Spirit of God will never contradict the word of God. Never. And so you must understand. That the revelation that changes your story, the revelation that makes you an overcomer, number one, must align with his word, but must come through his spirit and also in agreement with his word. Number three, it can come also through his saints, other fellow believers. Because the Bible says that out of the mouth of one or two, the word of God is established. And you will see it in scripture. When the people of God were gathered together and they were praying, in the book of Acts chapter 13, Verse number 2 tells us that as they were praying, they ministered to the Lord and fasted. The Holy Spirit said, Separate unto me Barnabas and Saul for the work they have called them. The Holy Spirit must have spoken through somebody. So you find out that the Spirit of God is in line with the people of God, is in line with the Word of God. So you find out that is the kind of revelation that changes your story. The one that comes through the Word, the one that comes through His Spirit, the one that comes through His people, and all these must be in agreement with the revealed Word of God. Number four, the revelation that changes your story is the revelation that comes through the mouth of the people that God has assigned as leaders and generals in the kingdom. The Bible tells in the book of Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1, is a God who are at different times and in diverse manners spoke in time past unto the Father by the prophets. There are people that have the prophetic mantle upon their lives. There are people who have the prophetic gifts. There are people that the Lord Almighty uses to be able to speak on a consistent basis. When they speak into your life, whatever they say in most cases agrees with the word of God. It's in line with the word of God and those are the kind of words that changes your story. And one thing you must understand, that every prophet that the Lord sends to you, the only time the prophet will make a difference in your life is when you accept that prophet. 
If you don't accept the prophet, it can be spitting fire. It will not make any difference in your life. And you must understand. When it comes to the ministry of the prophet, there are two things. You can either be sent to a prophet or the prophet be sent unto you. Check the scriptures. Elijah was sent to the widow of Zarephath. So you find that it's either it's sent to you or you are sent to the prophet. But what is important is that revelation that is given through the mouth of a prophet can only benefit you when it is received. But there's also another kind of revelation that changes our story. And that is the revelation that the Lord gives to you as an individual. The Bible says that my sheep hear my voice. The voice of the oppressors they will not hear. So as a child of God, you hear the voice of God. Whether you have developed it or you are attuned to it, or you are attentive to it, is a different story. But every child of God hears the voice of God. And the revelation that changes your story is the one that God speaks to you as an individual. There is a word that is spoken to the entire church, but there is also every word that is spoken to you. The Bible says, man shall not live by bread alone, but what? But by every word that proceeds out of his mouth, Unto you. In other words, there is a word that God gives to you as an individual. It changes your story. There is a word that God gives you. Others may hear it, it means something else. But when it comes to you, the Lord quickens that word and it means something to you and it pushes you in the direction that God wants you to go. You see, I will instruct you and I will teach you in the way that you will go. I will guide you with my own eyes. Not talking about somebody else, it's talking about you as an individual. So the revelation that makes you an overcomer is the one that comes directly unto you. Yes, it's good to hear the voice of the Lord through the other people. It's good to hear the voice of the Almighty God through His generals. It's good to hear the voice of the Almighty God in the congregation. But most importantly, it's good to hear the voice of the Almighty God for yourself. So that way you do not become a prey in the hands of other people. When you see what God is showing you, it's a lot different from when I tell you. But when you see it by yourself, it will establish you. The question then is that, how do you receive? How do you access this revelation of God for your life? How do you get to the point where the Almighty God visits you? The Almighty God speaks to you. Because that is the revelation that is most important for you. The one that God speaks to you directly. How do you access it? Number one, you access it when you immerse yourself in the word of God. Say, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. You immerse yourself in it. He said, for then you will make your way prosperous. When you immerse yourself in the word of God, the word of God comes alive. And then it begins to minister unto you. Number two, you receive the revelation, you access the revelation of the Almighty God when you have intimacy with the Spirit of God. He said, be still and know that I am God. I'll be exalted among the nations. I'll be exalted on the earth. There has to be an intimacy with the Spirit of God so that you can recognize His voice. You look at Samuel when Samuel was growing up. Bible makes us understand that God was speaking. But because Samuel was not intimate with the Spirit at that time, he did not recognize the voice of God. Many times there are things that we push away, that we think is the voice of the devil or our own spirit speaking. But it's actually the Spirit of God. We have to learn to hear the voice of God, to recognize His voice and to be intimate with Him. Number three, how do you receive? How do you access by revelation of the Almighty God? You access it by investment upon the altar. And what does that mean? It means you spend time in His presence. You spend time in prayer. The more you pray, the more the Spirit of God begins to reveal things to you. The more your eyes are open. The Bible says in the book of Acts of the Apostles, as they fasted and they prayed, the Holy Spirit said, until it's an investment upon the altar, the heavens never opened. It took time for the heavens opened on the day of Pentecost. When they waited upon Him, that is when the heavens opened. 
You cannot access the revelation of heaven if you are not willing to invest on the altar of prayer. Number four, there has to be obedience to his leading. When the Lord gives you instruction and you follow the instruction, he gives you more. But when he gives you an instruction and you refuse to follow, or you choose not to follow, or you debate or argue with him, the Lord says, okay, I have better things to do. I look for somebody else who is ready to take that instruction. So you access the revelation of heaven when you are obedient to his leading. And then one of the easiest way in which the revelation of heaven is revealed is when you minister to the Almighty God. And how do you minister to the Almighty God? Very, very simple. You praise him. You worship at his feet. You begin to exalt his name. And because the Almighty God dwells in the atmosphere of praise, it dwells in the atmosphere of worship. What happened as you are doing that? The Spirit of the Almighty God descends. What happened in the days when Solomon was dedicated in the temple? The Bible says as they began to praise the Lord, the Shekinah glory of the Almighty God fell upon that particular assembly. And the voice of the Almighty God speaks. So when you want to attract the presence of God, the easiest thing you can do is just worship Him. And as you worship the Lord, heavens begin to open. And the Lord begins to speak unto you the things that you do not know. So please understand, these are some of the strategies in which you can get into the presence of the Almighty God. Because if you don't know how to get into His presence, and you don't know how to attract His presence, you will find that it very difficult for you to be able to access what He has in store for you. But going forward, you must understand, it is one thing for you to receive that revelation. It is another thing for that revelation to work for you. It is one thing for you to know what God is saying. It's another thing to know how to apply what God is saying. It's one thing for you to be able to know what God is about to do. It's another thing for you to position yourself to be a beneficiary of those things that God is about to do. So one thing you must understand, for revelation to transform us, for revelations of God that we have access to, to make us an overcomer, you must, number one, be willing to receive that revelation. You argue with him, you challenge him, you question him, and God is saying, this is human being. I'm trying to change your life and you're arguing with me. For the revelation of God that we have access to, to change our story and take us to where we need to be and make us the overcomer, that revelation must first of all be accepted. The Bible says, as many as receive him, to them he gave the power to become, or the right to become the sons of God. The power of God can never be revealed in your life unless you receive what God has in store for you. Number two, the revelation that will change our story, the revelation that will produce results, must be a revelation that you believe. The Lord can speak a lot of wonderful things into our life. If you don't believe it, it is useless. It is useless. So please understand, you must first of all accept. You must first of all receive what is spoken unto you, to believe what is spoken unto you. Then you must accept what is spoken unto you, that it is possible in your life. There are times when the word of God comes and we're looking for somebody else. I wish Sister Susu was in church today. I wish Brother Susu was in church today. What about you? The revelation that makes you an overcomer is number one, first received, believed, accepted, and most importantly, it must be engaged. What does that mean? There is always something that you must do for the power of the Almighty God to be made manifested in your life. There is something that you must do for the grace of God to be revealed in your life. There is something that you must do for the promise of the Almighty God to be fulfilled in your life. The Bible says, as many that call upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. Which means that until you call, salvation is not possible. If you refuse to call, salvation is not possible. If you are reluctant in calling, salvation is not possible. There is something you must do 
for you to be able to get the results that you're looking for. God is not an irresponsible God. I expect you to be engaged and be involved in the process of becoming an overcomer. And if you are not willing to be involved in the process of being an overcomer, if you are not willing to engage the process, then you can hear the promise, you can receive the promise, you can believe the promise, but the promise will not deliver. So please understand the difference. The Bible makes us to understand the book of James chapter 1 verse 25. It says, he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer. But look at the next word. He said, but a doer of the work, a doer of the work, a doer of the work. This is the one that will be blessed in all that he does. You have to be the doer of the work. You have to engage the revelation that have been given unto you for you to be able to enjoy the blessings of that revelation. A believer who believes the word of God, who accepts the word of God, who receives the word of God, but refuses to engage the word of God, will not see the glory of that word. It is not a cause, it's a statement of fact. So please understand, the revelation that will make us an overcomer is a revelation that must be engaged. Thank you very much for listening to our program today. We invite you to join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. for our Sunday worship service at 2711 Murfreesboro Road in Antioch, Tennessee. We also host Bible study and prayer meetings every Friday at 7 p.m. Visit us online at www.lifelonganointing.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Join us next time for another edition of Fresh Encounter. On behalf of Lifelong Anointing Church, we thank you for listening.